Well, 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 here we are, mate. I've taken my time on putting this one out, haven't I? Um, how are you? Hope you're good. we got a bonus episode of Sitting Under a Tree. Today's the 21st of October. It's Saturday night. It's 10 o'clock on Saturday night, and I'm here recording the intro to a podcast. <laughs> what a life, mate. Um, I am just doing a short intro here to introduce... Fuck, I hate this intro. I had everything about it. Oh, I didn't plan. I didn't think. <laughs> Look, you're about to hear a conversation between me and Oliver Hunter. And uh, it was a, a conversation that we had about a week ago um, for the podcast because I've been telling this story about a guy stealing a wheelchair. And I thought that I would tell it to Oliver because he's in a wheelchair. And I thought I would just get some thoughts on... I've never had a conversation with someone about what it's like to be in a wheelchair or to have a disability. And I was telling this story and I guess, you know, moralizing and rationalizing around the story. And I thought, you know what, rather than do this just in my own head, let me talk to someone who actually has experience of it and see what they reckon. So I uh, Oliver's a, a comedian, great comic, very funny, and uh, a guy who... I think I would consider a friend now after this conversation that we had. It was really cool. I found out that we had a lot of stuff in common in terms of where we grew up and in terms of our, even like our journey through comedy a little bit and our relationship to it. And uh, it was really cool to sit down with him and, and just kind of learn a bit about this guy who I've seen around for a long time and uh, have always liked, but I've never really had the chance to sit down and have a proper chat with. So very cool. I guess just a nice excuse to do that. And then also at the end, I told him the story that I was kind of the catalyst for me asking him onto the pod. So if you are new, maybe some people who know Oliver are going to listen to this um, and you want to hear the story, you can either wait until the end of this episode or you can go back to episode 307, enjoy your lunch. And it's somewhere in the middle of that episode, probably like 20-ish minutes in. Um, or you can just listen to the end of this. I really like this chat. I hope you guys like it too. So I want to throw over to it now rather than fuck around too much. Here is me talking to Oliver Hunter. Regular programming will resume this Tuesday. Kiss, kiss, kiss. idea for a while that um to interview like my my the best teachers i've ever had nice so high school primary school uni oh, that's cool. so like a little series yeah i think I, I had to let go of the fact that not every pod you have to do forever yes. like, i think you're very good at that where you're like you might the drunk one it's like yeah yeah you're just doing it whenever it happens and yeah well and I, yeah i mean i've totally binned that off i coun't be fucked with that but idea. you know what i mean like, I you, you, you mean, put no, it yeah. out you put some clips out it's, yeah, a, it's yeah. a thing and yeah and whereas i think i had another mate who's in the pod world he was like yeah not everything has to be this like mammoth weekly yes like thing you can just do like it so i'm thinking like six or eight apps Totally, like man. Like, fine. So, my guys have got three, four high school teachers yeah. that I'm still in touch with. I've hit them up. And That's really A couple cool. of uni lecturers that yep. I'm st- and I hit them up. And they're like, yeah, we'll do it. And you're like, yeah. okay, there's six apps. Uh-huh. And you're like, great. Oh. Yeah, man. And it's also just a nice, I mean, like this, like, it's just a nice excuse to get in a room and chat with someone yeah, who you I, would have no reason. Like, high school teacher, sure. But you're not going to be like, hey, can we go for coffee? It's like... Yeah. Why? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know? Same with this uni lecture. Yeah. Like, oh, we got on great back in the day, and I em- I found her email. She's still at the uni. Yeah. So I found her like uni email. Hit her up. Got back to me like within twenty four hours. Hey, so great to hear from you. What do you need? Oh, that's sick. And man. you're like, oh, can you do this? You yeah. Know, fucking no what, problem. What uni was that? I did uh, Wollongong Uni. Yeah. Okay. You grew up? Were you Canberra? Nah, Albury. Albury. So, Albury. Albury. Okay. Yeah. Sick. And then you went to Wollongong for uni. Yeah. Now I went up to the the beach, mate. That's yeah, when nice. you're from the inland Australia. And regional New South Wales, you just want to. I did anyway, and a lot of Albury kids as well. Just go it's to a beach. pilgrimage to really? the beach, yeah. Or like country New South Albury, Wagga, yeah. Like that. I don't know if you've like Young Orange, like yeah, yeah. Un- I know that part of the world. Country, for sure. I, like it's a bit from where I was, but like that part of the world, Griffith, yeah. 
Canberra is also a bit of a like. What, they all just want to go to the beach. Beach, and it's oh, not that's so interesting. and it's not Sydney. Yeah. So it's like you because they don't want to go to the big city too yeah, quick. Like, yeah. So like, that I and I mean p- plenty of people do still like go to the big unis, but uh-huh. like you go to Wollongong, you're an hour and a hour from Sydney on the train. Yeah. So you can go up there, rip it up, but you can come back down and you're at home and you're effectively a big country town on the yeah. beach man that's sick so. i had no idea that's i grew up in adelaide and the adelaide thing the equivalent of that is to go to melbourne everyone goes to melbourne because yeah. it's just like yeah it's like the bigger version of everything that's in adelaide yeah. but just way better and more but a similar yeah. kind of people but my brother was he lived in adelaide for four years he was in the army oh really so we spent did a couple of trips to adelaide submarine cool. guy yeah, uh, he was uh, he was in like just in the infantry in the army, okay. but he was at the air force base in Elizabeth. Oh, so yeah, okay. He, um, he so yeah, like loved Adelaide and yeah. um, still goes there. I think his his partner lives there still, so he pops um over there every now and then. Uh, he's now in Wollongong. He oh, lives, real? So yeah. What's growing up in Albury like? Uh, it's yeah, it's a good good place to grow up. I have a <laughs> I have bits in my act about it, but yeah. um. I, I, the line in my act I have is, yeah, ha- if you're not a trainer or a footy player, when you turn 18, you have to leave. Oh, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. it's like, there's nothing for the arts. Yeah. And as I said, I'm not a trainer or a yeah, footy player. Totally. I, I lo- love, like, I had all my mates who were sporty yeah. footy heads, but uh-huh. couldn't. Yeah. I was there till I was, I come back after uni, so I lived there till I was like 25, uh-huh. like, travel, like, part time job. We then travel, did a few trips to America and stuff. Yeah. But yeah, you can, I, I great parents. I live with them and, and like have a great, it's a great little community if you love, if you're a sm- real small town sort yeah. of. But I, I couldn't. You couldn't stay. Couldn't. Oh, no, no. 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 I, my parents, they moved away when they were my age and come back to have, have the kids and the family, but I couldn't do it. Yeah, yeah. Would you have brothers and sisters as well? Yeah, three younger. They stay? Brothers. No, no, none of them are there. None of them stayed, yeah. So I can see one of them migrating back, uh-huh. like similar to my parents, but with his wife, maybe. Yeah. I, I hope he'd for just, just live a different life, but if he had, like, do your thing. Yeah, but totally. For me and my, especially, I got one brother in Brunswick, um, where both, yeah, you know, Artsy, he's yeah, a yeah. muso. Sick. We will never... Never live there, dude. You sound, I, you sound so much like that's my attitude to Adelaide. It's yeah. maybe it's something about just growing up in a place, yeah. Because like people say, Adelaide's beautiful, and I'm sure there's people who move to Albury for whatever reason, yeah. yeah. But if you grow up there and you leave, you're just like, no fucking way, <laughs> no man, no way. Tra- I got mates who are tr- like who are tradies, yeah, who will live there and will never leave, yeah, totally. And like got them now. They've got I've got two mates that like got their tradie businesses. Got little babies now yeah. and just living that life. Yeah. And I and I'm like and I, I I look at them now. I remember when I was probably like that twenty, twenty two, yeah, that uni age, I'd come back for uni and I had this real mentality of like, I am like I'm better than like I'm doing it so much better, like you're going nowhere. So and then I look at them now and I've let go of a lot of that, you know, yeah. anger. And I look at him now. I'm like, you're you're so content. You're just yeah. like, I've got my a good little business. I've met my my partner. Yep. It's my forever. I've mm-hmm. got my little babies, and Man. I'm killing it. And I look at him. I'm, I'm like, they they know they're killing it. And I look at him like. You're crushing it. You're literally... Ki- what is that? You said that. What is that, man? Because I have that anger too. I have that exact that same small, thing. It's small... What t- is that? It's small town. There's something better out there. Yeah. And, and I wasn't given it. And other people got to be born in these places that I think are better. And Yeah. Maybe the, it's like that. Do you reckon? Maybe? Yeah. I, I think... But I think these mates are just like, this is my life. And yeah. I, I am... I think it's like... It's a real... Con- whether whether it's subconscious for them, but for me, I've seen it. But I, I look at them and I'm like... And this is just me projecting yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. But I go, you just seem content. Yeah. Like, your parents around the corner. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's so simple. Like I, you can find happiness in yeah. other ways, but to do it like that, it's just like, man, that's so easy. And I've got mates, these mates that they know I do stand up. Yeah. But like they, like I, I got my mate, he. He doesn't even know really are. I have mates that ask me about it and think it's cool, but yeah. like this mate, there's one mate in particular that doesn't ask me about it, and not out of any like judgment or like he just 
it'd be so far <laughs> from his realm of a thing that you could do. It's just not, doesn't even enter into like, uh, what? Uh, how, and how could, how could, <laughs> and how could you even like, make that a job? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like when I first, he would, a few years ago, cause I'm like similar to you, I'm eight years yeah, in, I think yeah. you're a bit ahead of me, but yeah, yeah. But like when I first started, he was like, what are you doing? What is that? Like, yeah. uh, <laughs> like is that something you just do once? And you're you're like, not, and he was like, "You're not funny." Uh, <laughs> and, I, and I was like, "And he is very, I he is very funny." I've got two mates I went to school with that could do it. That like, is so funny, pound for pound funny. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. But just clearly don't know how to. Or they don't have that thing in them. I it don't goes, think it's about being funny doing stand up. Nah. I think it's just about having that thing that I got to get back there. I got to get back yeah. there. You know. Yeah, and, and I like, and I think that's where for me too. Like at the time when I before I started stand up, moved to uni and did it was just getting away, getting away from. But my, my, my partner is another great example. She's we live in. I live with her now in the outer outer burbs, mm-hmm. out near um like Pakenham, um. But like her parents around the corner. And that it's its own. It's its own little. It's its thing. own little satellite yeah, thing. Totally. Like I get real Aubrey vibes since living out there. Yeah, man. I, I remember I had this warehouse job in Moorabbin a few years ago, and that's like I don't know if you know Moorabbin. Yeah, it's like yeah, halfway yeah. down the yeah. peninsula, and uh, a lot of the people who were working there are like from you know the far eastern suburbs and like Dandenong and that kind yeah, of way. Yeah. And uh, same vibes, you know. They yeah. were like they have the car. Like I never owned a car. Yeah. And yeah. I moved to Melbourne when I was 21. All these guys are like, you got to have a car like that. And it just really reminded me yeah. of like, oh, you guys are Adelaide people. You yeah. live in the outer suburbs of Melbourne. Yeah, but it's like, yeah. yeah. And I mean, I think it hit me too the other day because I, like my parents still live in Albury and we like, great, they're, they're the best. And they come they're down to Melbourne all the time. Family down here, cousins. But I don't, I realise, and they might hear this and I hope they're not upset, mm-hmm. but I don't need them around the corner. Yes. Like... I'll talk to them week- weekly, message them all the time, uh-huh. and they'll be down here all the time. I'm happily go to Aubrey all the time, yep. but I don't need them. Like, and if something happens, yeah, totally. they'll be here. Like, they feel here. like something's missing. But if like, they're I not just there. Yeah, I don't. Whereas, um, yeah, I've never felt this like pull that I oh, they I need to like they need to be five minutes away. I need yeah. to have dinner with them on a Sunday, or I need to drop in. Like, mm-hmm. it's never been a driving. Yeah. 100%. So I think that's why, especially me and my younger brother, who's in Brunswick, we're the same. We're just like, yeah, we'll just do our thing. And, yeah, yeah. And they love, and like my mum is like that too. So they yeah. love it, and yeah, totally. It's all good. But man, you said before about not playing footy. How's that? I don't even know what kind of disability. So you I got have? cerebral palsy. So yeah, it's okay. It's a condition. It's a neurological condition. Right. And you're born with it. So. So have you been in a wheelchair forever? Yeah. So I would have got diagnosed at 18 months, roughly. Okay. So, and that's purely just um, and this is like 27, eight years ago. Yeah, yeah. So this purely like oh developmental thing. So you're like oh I wasn't sitting up, independently. Or I obviously at 18 months wasn't zipping around or trying yeah. to walk or. So then you go to a pediatrician and they're like, hey, oh, he's might, got this thing. might be this. Right. Go down and see this guy in Melbourne. Yeah. Um, and I was ended up being a patient at the children's, Royal Children's in Flemington for, well, I ate my whole childhood, 18 years. Wow. Uh, yeah, because you get, you get put, like, they do the thing and they go, You oh, come yeah. up and down. Yeah, we got lucky because we're on the New South Wales side, Albury being New South Wales side of the border. But we got in the Victorian. Yeah, Because okay. they could have... If things be slightly different, they could have gone, oh, you're in New South Wales. Right. So you go to Sydney. Is it better? The, oh, the well, just purely one? logistically. We were okay. able to do day trips. Right. So we'd get, we'd have nine o'clock a.m. clinic day in, at the children's. Mm-hmm. We'd we'd get up at like five, mm-hmm. rip down there, three and a half hours. And wow. it's obviously this side of, so Aubrey's this side of Melbourne. Like yeah, yeah, north. yeah, yeah. So we would rip down there. We'd get there for 9.30 and we'd leave at four and... Some days it'd be a like fourteen hour day. Just yeah, wow. I'd have my four four appointments with. What the, are they doing? Like tests? Are they? Yeah, like, like doing t- doing. So I'd have I had different surgeries over the time, but it was orthopedics. That was the big one. Uh, I used to wear like these splints, so it would be orthotics yeah. department. I'd check in on X. It'd always be X rays. You get okay. X rays. So there'd be like fo- um so a couple other things like yeah, just physio, OT, uh-huh. like occupational therapist. They do all the things, and then and then yeah, if there was a surgery on the cards, they'd go, oh, this is what we want to do. We want to put your straighten your foot up. I had my ankles fused. 
Oh, really? So you get, they go, oh, so early on, had my ankles fused and had my abductors. Uh-huh. So, like, in between, you like, just, them just lengthened. So yeah. they basically just got in there and went, crack, and had my legs outspread Fuck. For, for, like, that was my, I had plaster, uh-huh. like a broomstick, they called it a broom, and it was just a stick in between my legs. And that's at, like, three years old. Yeah, wow. So, that, I, someone asked me the other day, they said, oh, what's your first human memory? That it's getting your legs broken. <laughs> yeah, I, my at two and a half, three years old, my Fuck. my first vivid memory of yeah. being a human on the earth is lying in the hospital bed. Holy! And fuck, I don't I don't man. mean that as like a sim- I don't like I'm just no, like, that, but I mean that, that's like pretty. That's like an indented in my yeah. head that that's what I remember. That's your first memory of lo- like, I hate to get all fucking profound and whatever on it, but like, you know. I mean, I was just, you know, we had the vote yesterday and I was trying to explain to someone that I work removal, so you work with a different person every day and, you know, sometimes I worked with this German guy who's not in, like, Australian culture or whatever and I was trying to explain the Indigenous thing to him and I was thinking about it myself and I was like, imagine that being your whole experience of life, feeling that the place you were born doesn't accept you. Yeah. That's your experience of life. Your first experience is like, this is what this is going to be, cunt. We're breaking your legs. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> That's savage, man. Yeah. And I just remember my uncles, they showed up. They were on the side of the bed and then and they signed the cut. And it was like, yeah, they were just there. And then that was, yeah, had probably eight, eight or nine major surgeries over the, like, between three and, or three and 18. Yeah. What are the? Did you have the same like doctors, specialists, yeah, and all that the yeah, whole yeah. way through? So I had the same. He's just retired. I, I just did. I did a gig at his retirement party. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah. Um, they because the physio that I'm still really good friends with one of the old physios. So she doesn't do that job anymore, but uh-huh. we've somehow we've stayed yeah, tight. Yeah. Um, and she's known me since I was four as well. Totally. So yeah, pr- um, Professor Graham was the professor, and he saw like generations of kids. Yeah. So I'm not obviously you talk to anyone that was at the hospital my time. Oh, in right. my in my world, like orthopedic cerebral palsy, he was like a world renowned. Really. Like, glo- and that's the thing. I, I work with like a lot of these doctors and therapists and physio that are like globally like sought wow. after. And I, as a like angry eleven year old, you just don't give a fuck. You're yeah. like, you're just the dude that's fucking cutting my legs open. Wow. I don't, like I don't, you know, not a respect thing. It's like I just don't know. You're just like, who the fuck are you? <laughs> yeah, like, you got to come here, do this thing, whatever, yeah. man. And yeah. And now, at, at, as an adult, you're like, oh, like people like, and I, I drop names to like people locally at, at physio stuff in Albury. Yeah. And they go, oh, so you know, you're working with Prof Graham or. This physio or this OT, and I'm like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they're like, oh, I've got their textbook, and you're like, wow, like, oh, that is cool. And I made my photo, made a few tech, like, like as a case, like yeah, made yeah, a few yeah. textbooks. Yeah, I had, a, I had a, like a young doctor come up to me one day. He followed Prof in in like uh-huh. his entourage, and I had a really bad one of my surgeries. I had nerve damage in my foot. Okay, so my right foot for about 18 months, I couldn't. I had to shower in like a full sock and shoe because you couldn't, the sensation, you couldn't touch yeah. my foot. And then I, um, so the professor, he was shattered with that because he was like, something's going wrong. Oh, wow. Like, we don't know, nerves, like it'll take forever to, to fix. Um, and, and it's just nerves, so we can't do anything. It's all just physiologically. Right, we don't know how to fix it. It's too, it's Yeah, like so he was our... like so sad for me. And that was the other thing about him. He, he like, he really took some stuff when things went wrong he would really make do what he could to make it work better or he just took it personally that it it didn't work and I remember yeah this one this young doctor came in behind him one day this is again 10 years after this so I was 18 Uh he's like oh you're the foot guy (laughs) and I was was like mate what do you mean by that and he went oh you you're that surgery is a case study that we look at at unit like at, at, at teaching and I just turned to prof. I was like, that's all well and good, prof, but I want some royalties. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. That's, um, but no, that's life coming that's, over. Yeah, was that, what are your memories of that? Was that like uh, happy, angry, like on those three and a half hour drives? Uh, you know? Yeah. I mean, the only thing that got me through those hospital visits, especially as the like, younger and preteen, was that I'd get Maccas. Yeah, really, yeah. every time. Yeah, because there was okay. a Maccas at the hospital. Yeah, okay. So, you'd, the first... Usually the first and last thing you do would be a Macca's mm-hmm. Macca's trip, and the Starlight Room. So, What's that? So it's like a like a play 
room in the in the hospital. Okay. Are you at Starlight Foundation? Starlight yeah, so yeah. that's like the Starlight rooms, like like consoles and. You okay. Know. So you go in there and it'd just be it'd be a completely not separate because it's in the hospital, but you go in and you wouldn't know you're in the. Oh, okay. It's kids, just like a room to chill. Or kids whatever. would go. You go in there. You'd be playing PlayStation yeah. or Nintendo. And, yeah. And you'd be there'd be air hockey tables and and so it'd be a complete sort of oasis, I guess, away from. And there'd be like, yeah, Captain Starlight would come out, and it'd be a whole. Well, who's whole, Captain Starlight? Well, he he's like the leader of the Starlight room. Oh, really? So he's at, when what you're, does he when, do? When you're eight years old, he's yeah. like the king. Oh, really? But when you're fifteen, you're like, oh, you're just doing. Yeah, just <laughs> some guy who has a fucking job. What does he do? What does he like? Well, he wear, does he wear a cape? <laughs> yeah, he <did>. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they have this guy, what, and it's like some got like twenty five year old guy or something. Yeah, yeah, and and he'd come out, and they they'd have like you know like they go hi, and and they'd be like him, and then he'd have his you know offsiders or whatever. I can't remember what that. And then there would be <laughs> so there'd be Captain Starlight, the male, yeah, and then there'd be Captain Starlight, the the like a woman, like a woman, yeah. One, so yeah. there'd be like this, and I remember when I first started. Cap- Captain Starlight for a good like eight years was the one guy. So obviously right. he, he held this job, and mm-hmm. who knows what else he did in the hospital. But then he left. Yeah. He obviously just left the job. Yeah. And then it was there was a turnover. It was obviously they brought in a roster of Captain Star- oh. Starlights. So I I for between probably six and ten. Yeah. I held this like this position in like all right, it's just like an esteemed. Right. <laughs> <laughs> this is like an important person. And then, and then when I'm from about ten to like fourteen, it was just like the revolving door of Captain. This Starlight. is just some bum. And I'm like, oh, this job clearly means nothing. Oh, <laughs> wow. So that was a real bet. What does Captain Starlight do, though? Oh, he just come. He would come out and and they they would give you stuff. Right. Is it like a? Sh- oh, so it's not like a show or anything. No, like he that. would it's just like a- he'd be like, obviously he's he might have been like the manager of the. Right. Room as well, but he'd come out and he'd have a nice little hat on, and and he's like checking in, and, and it, yeah, how you doing? And he's man? just up and about. I'm like, here, yeah, yeah, yeah. What do you need? And then, like, yeah, I remember I've still got like a set of you know, uh, like 2000 Olympic you know cards Sick. and a fancy tin that he just like and they give you little things, right? Okay, what do you need? You know, like, what do you want to do? Play, and they'd they play they play something with you. Yeah. So they okay. play PlayStation or they go and do arts with you. Yes. Because sometimes it wouldn't just be about your pet pa- your parents might need a break. Yeah. So then they would it'd be a bit like sort of babysit or not babysit, but like a Yeah, yeah, know, yeah, just yeah. Like, just take you yeah, keep you happy yeah, and so that there'd be him a- and, and then he'd have staff that he would obviously they'd do that too. But that was um that was the highlight of the children's hospital. I'm trying to get uh, like I guess maybe liken the experience of something in my life or just relate it to something that I could re- like I think about my piano teacher right when you talk about your your doctor yeah. dude my piano teacher was someone who when I was a, like from like 12 years old all the way through high school was like a constant and I would look forward to that I don't know I just because I, I don't want to be like oh that must have been so hard or whatever <laughs> because like parts of it we're just your life, yeah. I'm sure, I think that's what it is. It just, it just is. Yeah, like, and it's not a, it's not a sympathy thing, or it's not a like, oh, my life was the work. Like it was, it was hard. Yeah. Um. And but yeah, it just, it, it was. It just is that thing. And I think being when you're born with your disability, you're yeah. just like, ah, oh, this is what it is. And yeah, and it's, it sucks. Like it's sometimes I hear some disability content, and it's all sunshine rainbows, mm-hmm. and you're like, nah, this. Parts of this sucks. Yeah, right. Like, it's brutal. And then you try growing up in the country. Yeah. Like, you know, I was the only one at school. I luckily had some good friends, but I was the only one at school. With any kind of disability. Yeah, until when I first started. Yeah. So, throughout my year level, there was a couple of kids like below me or uh-huh. above me, but I was like the only one. Yeah. So, when you, you know, you grow up, I didn't have any friends that mm-hmm. also had disabilities. Yeah. So, I didn't meet people that had that were outgoing and like mainstream mm-hmm. that I'd like, you know, I don't, um, that until I was like 20, like mid twenties when I come down here and started doing some work. Yeah. Right. And that took a lot for me too, to go, Oh, I can be friends with these people cause they're, they're likable and they're fun as well. Right. Like they're outgoing and we're not, we're not being thrown together cause we're the only 
people in the town with disabilities. Oh, sorry, say that again. So you came down to Melbourne so and, and met people with disabilities yeah. who were also just personally like yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, and just co- like cool and, yeah, and we yeah. weren't thrown together. Just because you're both in wheelchairs yeah, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. And, and that took, that, I had clearly had a bit of a block there too of like, wow. I don't, like, like I had to break down this whole, oh yeah, you're, you're cool. I want to be like, we can be friends. Yeah. And we're not, we're not just like, been thrown in a box yeah and said play together right that a part of you was i mean oh what's a good word for that like like seeing someone else with a disability and just being like oh man i don't need to be friends with you was there a bit of that yeah 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 and when you not don't grow up around it yeah like yeah yeah, i'd imagine if if i grew up in metro melbourne yeah there might have been some cool support groups yeah right friendship groups or social groups that um that's right, because that's what I was going to say. Yeah. The Starlight Foundation, did you meet any other disabled kids and like become friends with any of them uh, or not so much? I guess for me, with, with what I was doing at the hospital, like the surgeries and, and the appointments, I was in and out. So the most I spent in, a ho- in the hospital would be the five or six days at a time for the on the ward at the, the, the surgeries. So I didn't, you know, I'd, I didn't, ha- say, have a long-term or chronic illness that I was there for months at a time. So mm-hmm. I... Didn't exactly get to know the kid in the bed right. next to me and go, hey, mate, what's right, your right. name? And it was different kids in that style yeah. room each time you go yeah, down. So yeah, like yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah, I yeah. just, yeah, even on the clinic days, you didn't see the same yeah. people. Yeah, okay. Um, and being from being from Albury. Yeah, so right. So I, I did get to know a couple, like there was a couple of ki- kids that like, my mum met through stuff. Some of the work she did, community work as a result of, of my disability and stuff. But even then it was still that like, it was clearly I had something in me that was like I don't want to be like yeah really and I I do I look back now as a you know mature and I'm like oh, I feel a bit bad yeah okay but there was clearly something dude hundred percent in me though. that was like I don't want to be I even like I do a lot of work now in disability stuff uh-huh. but even like until I was like in my uni early twenties I was like. I want to have a job and career that has nothing to do with right anything disability. I just want to have a normal, normal job, and and then in, I would have been like twenty four, twenty five. So, oh no, I'm gonna l- lean into this. Yeah, and this like this advocacy consulting, uh-huh. like comedy as well. You yep. just like this is, I'm gonna have to make this. It's work. a part of you. It's a part of your experience and so, who you so are. So embrace it and make it work for you. Yeah, rather than because if you're gonna fight against it your whole life. Totally. That's a that's, that's a, a lot of work. That's a long, and my big thing is I never want to be bitter. Yeah. So I that's a long and angry and bitter life to live. Fuck, man, that's wild <laughs> stuff. This okay. I'm sorry to keep relating it to myself, but I'm just trying to. I guess yeah. yeah. I understand. So like, uh, and this is hey, whatever. No, it's, <laughs> it's, Being it's, mixed race, right? Being mixed race, yeah. and I, and never having met my biological dad, so having no connection to that culture. Yeah. I grew up in Adelaide around white kids, and when I was a teenager, especially like my nickname being Taco, and I would introduce myself as that because I would just like to head off the conversation of like why you got brown skin. So I was like, I'm yeah. Taco. Yeah. And my whole attitude when I was a teenager, people would be like, "You never met the guy," and. How's that? I was always like, fuck that guy, you know? Yeah. And then I yeah. had only white friends. I didn't have any other friends who were not white. Yeah. And so I had this whole thing of like making it like, yeah, fuck man, look at my brown skin. How weird is yeah. that? Yeah. yeah, yeah. And it yeah. wasn't until my 20s at some point and going out more into the wider world yeah. that I started to be like, this is what I've got and it's different and it's more, you know? Yeah. Just accepting Just it a bit more. let some shit go. And yeah. yeah. And it still pops up. Like I think... Like, you know, I can get a bit, you know, just, uh, yeah. I bet you just, I think the turnaround between, uh, and just, ah, it's all good is, is shorter. Uh-huh. Like, yeah. When I was, yeah. When I was that, just, I mean, like every teenager, but you throw, you sprinkle that in as well. Just totally. It just is a bit like, uh, it's its own flavor of that yeah, feeling. Yeah yeah yeah, yeah. 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 So, and it's like, yeah, not being able to play footy. Like yeah. I love sport. Yeah. Love footy, love cricket. Would know everything about the AFL on the weekend. Uh-huh. And then I'd come to Mel- to school Monday all jacked up. Cause oh, I watched every, like did it all. And then all my mates talk about it would be their footy with like oh, their, the, their local junior footy. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't know how to, like I wasn't there. Yeah. And then mates to their credit, like, I'll come watch and come like, you know, come down to the room and I'm, but to, to me, I'm like, well, I, like, it's not, to me, it just felt a bit kind of 
they'd push it and they were genuine. Yeah. But me and my own shit was like, well, it's not. I'm. It's still not my thing. Yeah. And I could just couldn't find my place. Wow. In it to be like, this is my role within this footy club. Uh huh. And I think that's probably another thing where it got me out of Albury. It's like I got to find other people. Yeah. Because I don't feel. So you part never of this. really had a thing that was like this is my thing nah, growing nah. up. No. Nah. No, nah, I still I still feel you know a bit on the outs, but yeah, with stuff in general. But I think that's you know I am working through that without getting too deep. No, man. I mean, also though, like I think being a comedian attracts a certain type of person, you know, like that feeling yeah. is probably, I reckon a lot of people who do comedy would have that yeah, feeling on the outs, and, yeah. then you, and you just put it on like something I've learned in therapy, I think is yeah. like, I have feelings and then I just find things in my life and go, that thing must be why I have this feeling. Yes. And it's a mistake to think that yeah. the thing is the result of the feeling. Normally yeah. the feeling comes first. Yeah. Well, I'd, I'd, I'm good at psych as well. And he, he said to me, and that's, I, had a, I had a moment. He's like, because I was telling him about, you know, friendship stuff and all this sort of stuff. And he's like, well, but do you reckon you have problems letting people in? He just asked like that. Oh, he did say He said, "You reckon you have a this is this you have something where you struggle to let people in?" I went, "I reckon you're right." (laughs) (laughs) You're like, "What? (laughs) What do you mean, man?" (laughs) Oh fuck! Because I was saying, like, I don't don't have many friends, like like close friends, Mm. and like I'm not like a loner, but I I know a lot of people, but I've I've never really got in a clique, and and I've always thought that was a cool thing. Yeah. And then he was like, "Yeah, it is," but like, do you reckon you struggle with that? I was like. I reckon you're right. That's your 140 bucks for the hour, right there. <laughs> oh, fucking hell, man. So, oh yeah, damn. That's yeah. It's been a yeah. Yeah, yeah, totally. But just keep, just keep working. I think since doing stand up too, you'd probably relate. Like, just not being bitter and not yes. being angry. Like, oh man, because there's nothing more unfunny or like of putting to an audience than that bitterness. Just, you uh, know? Yeah. Do your thing. Like, yeah. I, and every now and then, I'll get, I'll get up. You know. Up and a, like bit sort of up and about about something, or like, oh, it's not working. Like, what am I? I'm not making it. Uh-huh. Like, I look at some yeah. of your stuff, you know, and it's like brilliant. Yeah. And I go, like, you know, Hayden's off doing his thing and it's amazing. And But then instead, I sort of really have to flip it and go, instead of being like, well, why aren't I doing that? Like, why, what am I not doing that's, uh-huh. you know, that you're doing XYZ? Why, what am and I'm not doing it? And I go, well, instead going, now I'm sort of really trying to be like, well, that's sick what you're yeah, doing. Yeah. And fucking awesome. So what am I gonna do? Like that's my thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. Like, yeah, every now and then you just I get a bit in the sort of wheel, and I'm like, just you just get. Uh, oh, dude, a hundred percent, man. Yeah, I feel that. I've had that's that's been such a big thing. Yeah, for me in comedy, oh. looking at other people, I thought when I started comedy that I was like taking a ticket and you stand in line until someone calls your number, yeah, and then you see people. Who fucking you Just know started sh- after you and they're like Bruh, and you're like what the yeah, fuck yeah and it's like, I'm in line yeah it's a classic how'd you get that yeah, like, I'm funnier than you yeah, or, yeah and whatever I'm just it is trying to let go of that shit yeah man and it's like just just run your own race and, yeah and you know I had a nice little moment I had at the festival this year was um I think I had one night I had seven people five people uh-huh. whatever it was so I had a couple of quiet nights. And the venue was still awesome. The the fight, like the little crowds are great, as you'd know. And and it was and I had this moment. I was in, sitting in the wings, about to go on. And I was like, if this is it, mm. like you want to build your audience and do yeah, the thing yeah, in the next yeah, twelve yeah. months. I hopefully I could turn the sevens into twenties and yeah, whatever, what, yeah. whatever the number is. Yeah, but yeah. you're like, I sat there and I was like, if this is it, is this okay? Like, so seven people here and yeah. p- three of them I know. But yep. Like, so three people here that I don't know, they've come off for whatever reason. Yeah. Is this enough? Mm-hmm. And I went, I think it is. Yeah, and as soon as, And then I had another thing and this was a, a minute before I went on. I was like, and as soon as this isn't enough, seven people, yeah. I have to give it away. Yeah. Give it up. Yeah, fuck man, that's really good. Because like, it's like, yeah, I could get to a point where I'm selling like, you know, after my show one night, I went and saw Dave Thornton who I've got to know mm-hmm. a little bit and he's super nice. Mm-hmm. And he was like 400 people in town hall yeah. and selling out, every, sold out his whole run. Yeah. And he's like super chill. And, and I went, okay, that, you know, like, yeah, I could get, I could get to a point where I'm selling to 250 seater, mm-hmm. but could still be having this. Yes. Feeling. Totally. Whatever, so, wherever you're at. Wherever you're at, the goalpost move and it's all. Yeah. So I'm like, 
it's like as soon as this five people who I'm just there in the room and this is who who we're talking to now. Yeah. As soon as this isn't enough, that's when I have to as soon as I have the moment of like, do I want to go to this bar in Brunswick? Yeah. And potentially bomb to seven people yeah. on a Monday. And if as soon as I'm like, I don't want to do like I'm too good for that. Then uh-huh. you have to, then you have to stop. Man, I've had the best advice recently from uh, the great Peter Jones. Yeah, love Peter. Uh, who was over in Edinburgh, and because uh, I was at one point in Edinburgh this year for like in the third week, I was just like, yeah. I think I bombed every day for like two days straight, like yeah. doing like four gigs a day, yeah. and I just you yeah. know, and I was. I've, I always like to test myself and just ask myself the question, do I, should I quit? You know, do I want to keep doing this? And really, uh, do I actually want to keep doing this? And I was having one of those days and Pete was just like, look, man, what do you want to do? What do you want with this? What's the goal? And uh, he said, do you want to make another great thing like you did with Taco and record it and put it out? And I was like, yeah, I do want that. And he goes, okay set that as a goal and have it be a long-term goal to create something yeah. great just for yourself. And then everything else in your life, ask yourself, does doing that serve this goal? If it yeah. does, then do it. And if it doesn't, then don't do it. Yeah. And you That's get great. rid of all of the, like the money yeah. stuff or the impressing other people or the whatever, yeah. and just get to be like, what do I actually want? What am I doing? Yeah. Let me do that. hundred percent. And I yeah. think even for me this year, again, another little moment was when I started eight years ago, I've done now two hours, like two hour solo shows at the festival. When I started eight years ago, that was the dream mm. to hold your own mm-hmm. for an hour. Yeah, totally. Doesn't matter who you, how many you were playing to. Yeah. But when you start and you've got two and a half bad minutes. Yes. You're like, I've got 50. Yeah. Or set, like I've got now, I've probably got 90 minutes yeah. to like two hours of material I can duck in and out of. Yeah. And from an hour show point of view, I've done now. So you're like, oh, I can do it. Yeah. And and I said, like eight years ago, that was me doing the Melbourne Comedy Festival f- with a na- my name and photo on a poster going, yeah. come to my show. Like, that's it. Man, here's an interesting thought that I just had because it's it's uh, so much of what you're saying is I feel exactly the same yeah. about all of this stuff. And uh, that bitterness, a part of the shape that it takes is when you see someone who's doing well and they're talking about themselves and expressing who they are in a good way that people like, the bitterness goes, well, they're just fucking using whatever it is about themselves that they're talking about. They're just doing that. They're just doing that thing and that's easy or whatever. But it's like you have the thing, like you have a disability, right? Yeah. That's one of the things <laughs> yeah. that if someone was bitter, they'd be like, yeah. you just fucking do it. Yeah. But you have that yeah. and you're still bitter. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm <laughs> <laughs> and that feels nice for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. yeah. And I, I've had people come yeah. up, like not as explicit as this, but they, the implication is, oh, you're... You've got your disability, like yeah. you know. You've got something that I and don't. It's, and it's like, and I, we both know Dane Simpson. He's yeah, one yeah, of the best yeah. human beings yeah, I've ever met in this world, like the world in general, but also in stand up. Yeah. And we talk about it all the time because the indigenous man. And yeah. People go to him, oh, you're getting it because you're indigenous. Totally. And he's like, yeah, I am, and that's fine. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm the same. I'm like, if I if I get a little, like, if there's a pathway, and they go, oh, come and do this thing, you're like. Yeah. Yeah, and why wouldn't I fucking do that? Yeah, and as he says, we both say, and he's like, and he'll go, oh, Ollie, and by the way, we're both funny. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, we'll, like, we're not, he goes, it'd be different if if I went up to a gig or was getting gigs because of, you know, hitting a diversity quota mm. and I was bombing. Yeah, of course. Like, I was horrendously yeah. bad for eight years. Yeah. That'd be different. Yeah, but, like, totally. I, I can hold my own on any gig anywhere of course and you're like yeah great yeah and it's yeah that's man here was another question and i got a st- i got this story that i want to tell you but right. i had to ask this question because i just thought of it before um when we were talking about your disability would you if you had the choice would you not have it this is a this is a very interesting question um because i've heard that i had to ask before that magic pill would you take it yeah i would Take it for certain scenarios, okay. <laughs> like just like some days you're like, I'm gonna rip around and do some stuff. Yeah, let's just pop one and let's just you know, so I can jump on a tramp. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like so, it doesn't take me 17 text messages with my cab driver 
to line up X, Y, Z. Or yeah. I, don't, I don't need a support worker to, to um, you know, to cook some food. Yeah, totally. Or go to the shops with me or, uh-huh. or you know, or now they're living with my um, fiancé. Um, and Congratulations. We're, we're, yeah, mate. It's fucking, we're, about, we're two weeks off having a baby too. It's oh, crazy. what the fuck? It's nuts. It's really? Crazy. Yeah, yeah. Oh, dude, congratulations. Yeah. So That's it's like, beautiful. Yeah, you're like, oh, I'd be... Some days you're like, oh, if I could just w- w- have the thing and then I'd be running around doing all this stuff. But mm-hmm. from a like, like, you know, day to day or from a, I guess, more emotional level, no, I think it's... It's all worked. I don't think I'd do stand-up if I was... Yeah, really. Because I have the joke too, Aiden, the other day. Without the chair, I'm a straight white man. <laughs> like, without the chair, yeah, I'm the yeah, problem. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> without the chair, I'm the problem. <laughs> so oh, you're, fuck, that's sick. You're like, if I didn't... If I was able-bodied and, uh, you know, typical... I'd Maybe be, you'd be fucking in, in uh, Albury, you know? Yeah. I'd Playing B-grade footy yeah, and fucking... and it, that's fine. And you'd also be happy. You'd be I, one of those content fuckheads. Yeah, I'd be content. <laughs> I, wouldn't have, I wouldn't be at the psychologist going, what's the meaning of life? <laughs> oh, <laughs> I'd, I'd, be, I'd be driving a car, you know? <laughs> I'd be working a bar yeah, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I, you know? Have a plumbing business. <laughs> <laughs> Life would be good. Uh, That's funny, man. But instead, I've gone on this snake of a journey, you know, creative. I'm going to find my why or, you know, find my people. Fuck, man. (laughs) Yeah. So, in long long story short, no, it's yes and no. Yeah, Um, yeah. I think, but I think, as I said before, it sometimes can get glossed over. Life is hard when you have have a disability. And life is hard for everyone at times, but... Life is yeah. practically hard. Yeah. At, you know. Like uh, even, I mean, yeah, you caught, you got a taxi here and then there's a ramp at the back that you have to go down. And I'm just like, how many of those taxis are there? It probably takes longer yeah. to get that guy to come. Yeah. You can't get one in five minutes. How long did you wait to get the taxi? I like I do have a guy, so I okay. text him directly. Oh, you've got, that, that's like a dude yeah. that you always so use. So I, if it, that guy himself wasn't the guy, but I text the guy, he, he'll then hook it up. So right. I'm at a point, but yeah, if I had to ring, if you have to ring one, three cabs every time, yeah, yeah, it's a nightmare. Or if you're out on like a Saturday night and you want to go home yeah. at like two in the morning or something. I am for, I can text him and say, Oh, this is when I reckon I want to come home. Oh wow. But, but the, you do take a bit of spontaneity. Yeah. Out. So if, say, I, if yeah. I'm at a bar at midnight, I mean, even last night I was at a party at my uh-huh. brother's house party for his, uh, his band had a single launch. Nice. And, and I was like nine 30. I was at the time, at four o'clock in the afternoon, I was like, "Oh yeah, I want to be out of there by nine thirty. Yeah. But then at nine thirty, I was chatting to someone, and I'm like, "I was going well." My car, we were talk- I was talking to my cousin, and we were having a good time. And you know, um, then someone pops their head out, and goes, "Oh, Oliver, I think your taxi's here." Mm. And I, I didn't feel like oh, I missed out because I had to leave. But right. there is an element of like, ah, oh, if I could have just jumped casually, jumped in an Uber, yeah, I would have probably stayed for another forty five wow, minutes. So yeah, you got to plan how long the night's yeah. going to be or whatever. So I think so that's that annoying. that's where. Where I think sometimes too disability life gets yeah. overlooked is the admin. I reckon, yeah. mate, if I got if we got paid for the admin that our lives take, I mean, hours in dis- dis- disabled people, yeah, we'd, we, that's our job. We wouldn't need to work. Yeah. Um, so yeah, and I don't mean like I'm not upset about it. it just, no, totally. It's just a thing. It's just a thing you got to worry about appointments, su- yeah. support workers to come in and. Help with stuff, like, you know. And some days you probably just don't feel like talking to someone, but then yeah. you've got to go have someone next to you while you yeah, do Yeah, or have or someone whatever. in your house, like, yeah, cooking yeah. for you. And then I've got some really great staff. Yeah. But some days you're like, oh, I don't, like, I don't want to have someone in the house. But yeah. I'm lucky that the people I have, I made sure that they're chill, yeah. calm people. Yeah. Especially now with the baby incoming, you're like, yeah, man. I need people that that's are a whole other just, thing like, again. chill and, like, Baby's here, but yeah. that's not your issue. Don't worry about that. Uh-huh. Um, so yeah, it's cool, man. It's fun, but and I'm like a super supportive family. Mum and dad, they're the best. brothers are awesome. Like, yeah, I said Felix, who's down here and killing with his ba- band, and it's also awesome when I don't know when, if you've seen your mates in the comedy world develop. Where you're like, oh, this you're proper good. Like the yeah, band, they, like yeah. they did their they did their launch last night, and what played it was a house party. Yeah. Did they play at the launch? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. And it was like Ascot Vale, like and hi, like hipsters everywhere. Yeah, yeah. And and I'm like I'm you know the older brother, but so what? Well, yeah, I'm 
probably eight years older than the average age mm. at the party. Oh, really? Like, it was all 22, like 22 23, and, yeah. and like, yeah, man, what's That's up? That's a sick party. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it was. And I'm like, and, and it was so awesome to see, like, I'm watching it, and my, my brother and his four, three bandmates, and they're proper crushing. And you're like, they're not crushing in terms of, oh, that's my brother's band. Like, yeah, if yeah. I heard that, if I heard their, like, any of their songs they played last night on Triple J tomorrow, mm-hmm. I'd be like, oh, yeah, that's, Fuck yeah. that's perfectly in line with, with what I heard last night. Oh, man, like, that's wicked. Yeah. Yeah. So that was just cool to watch because obviously people, my family watch me do stand up. Yeah. And I get that, like, yes. And I feel it and I go, yeah, yeah, thank you. But I, yeah, also, I, yeah. I also know within myself that I've, to an element yeah I figured man. something out in this world i love when people i went actually when i did taco that show when i toured it i had a lot of people say that stuff like mates who i've known for 15 20 years yeah be like man like i knew it was gonna be good but like that was yeah really, i've, had, and you're I've like, had that yeah i've had mates that when i was back in albury still gigging and doing the odd gig i had a couple of people not even real mate mates but they i went to school with them yeah and they're like they go oh, mate we we didn't know you were on we were just here and we saw you get up and, and we weren't sure. We were like, and then within the first minute, we we're like, oh, yeah, of course he's up there doing that. Yeah, like, yeah, sick. Yeah. And, you know, I've heard that a few times, which is really nice. People go, oh, yeah, that makes perfect sense Yeah, that you're doing that. Um, whatever hole you're trying to fill. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, right. yeah. No, nah, it's... Man, oh, let me let me tell you this story. Right, yeah, go I, this I is, and I'm going to tell you the story even around it. And this, uh, I was talking about this on my pod the other day. So I was working with a guy, a man with a van, doing removals, yep. and he told me this story. Uh, I've told this story, by the way, to fucking everyone in my life for the last three weeks. I'm obsessed with right, it. Right. Okay. Um, three guys, they're at the footy, mid twenties, and one of them finds uh, there's like an abandoned wheelchair, right. and the dude's like hey, what if I get in that wheelchair and we go into the members and then like we'll get free drinks and I'll pretend to be disabled. And they're like, all right. And they do it. They're in there for like an hour. They're getting free drinks. They leave. They're like, that was pretty fucked. But like (laughs) we did it, you know, whatever. They're like, cool, bail. And they ditch the wheelchair. (laughs) Then a couple of days later, uh, the guy who was pretending in the wheelchair gets a call from the police and the guy, uh, the, the wheelchair belonged to a dude with MS I was going to say, I bet it's someone's chair. Yeah, 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 it was someone's chair and he was just, I don't know, not there, whatever he was yeah. doing. Yeah. Um, and so the police went through the video footage and they, someone who was there maybe knew them or whatever it was, yeah, they yeah, found yeah. him Yeah. and they said, uh, this guy with MS, he said he doesn't want to press charges. We asked him if he wants to press charges. He says no, but he wants to meet you guys. Yeah. So the oh, three guys. Worse. The, yeah. yeah. yeah it's so much <laughs> You'd rather just get charged and have a record. Just get me beat up in jail, man. <laughs> so <clears throat> they're like, "Fuck! All right, we just gotta buy this guy dinner and drinks and just be like, we're so sorry. We're fuckers. Yeah. We thought it was funny. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. We're really sorry." And they meet him and they have the night. And at the end of the night, the guy's like, look, MS, before my diagnosis, I was a bit of a dickhead. Honestly, I probably would have done something like this. I get it. Obviously, it's fucked. And yeah. I thank you for the apology. But you guys, I just wanted to meet you. See, you seem like you're nice guys. You just fucked up. So yeah. all is forgiven. And then uh, and they leave and they're like, holy fucking <laughs> shit. <laughs> then two weeks later, the guy who pretended he was in the wheelchair got out of bed one day, legs gave way, diagnosed with MS. Fucking bit of juju on the chair. How about <laughs> oh, that, man? Fuck. Yeah. That's <laughs> the, yeah. Ultimate karma. Fuck. Right. And um, and oh. the dude who was... Ta- and I've been telling people this story because it's just crazy, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. And the guy who was telling me the story, I was like, what's... Like, how is he? You know? Because that was a few years ago. And he's like, he lives in Bali because it's better for MS, hot weather, apparently. Hot weather, yeah, joints. yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, it'll get him eventually, but he's just like living his life, doing living his life trying to do his thing. And he's very philosophical about the whole thing. But anyway, the thing that killed me was I was at a party at Lewis Garnham at a house party yeah, a few yeah, weeks yeah. ago. And I was, it was like a few days after I heard the story. So I went in and I was like, <laughs> Huey, listen to this, man. Schuster, like whatever. And some chick heard it and she was like, that's crazy. And called her friends over and was like, boy, you got to hear this fucking story. And when I said the MS thing, the girl who had just been called over was like, oh, I don't like that. My best friend has MS. And I'm like, yeah. And her friend was like, oh, no, no, no. Wait till the end. And I get to the end and she's like, I still hate that. Uh, and then no, we were like no, five no. minutes of 
you're just in this <laughs> hole of like, no, nah, man. Like, she's like, I don't think anyone deserves to get MS. And I was like, no, me either. <laughs> yeah. But like, nah. <laughs> it's just worse. It's, it, the, the moral of that story isn't he deserved to get MS. The moral of that story is just like, isn't that fucking crazy? Yeah. 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 I don't even know that there is a moral to the no, story. No, that, no. I, Probably I, don't steal a wheelchair. Yeah. But like. I mean, yeah. Because as soon as you said it, maybe just an experience in my head. I'm like, I bet it's someone's chair who was ambulant and who could just walk. And do their thing. And oh, that's what that is. They're like, as in, so yeah. When you when you've got a disability, you can be out. So people with CP, right, can like walk as well. Actually, I think there's a comic in the UK called Tim Renko. Yeah, and uh, Rosie Jones. Oh yeah, Rosie Jones. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. Ali, I don't know if you gig with Alexander Hudson. She won. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. So she's got. Oh, C- that's ambulant. That's what ambulant so, means. Yeah, so she's got CP, but she's ambulant, so oh. she can she can walk basically. Wow. So yeah, as soon as you said, I was like, I bet someone's chair, and then they've just gone. Oh, I can. Walk the go short, to the bar Short or distance to the bar But, but they, they still have a chair Because they can't yeah, walk to everywhere To get from the ground The footy ground To the train station yeah. They can't walk it far So no that's why shit. As soon as I was in my head I'm like I bet it's someone's chair Yeah um, But no like that's For that woman to re- The per- person Yeah um, To react the way She did I, I, It bothers me Does it? Because it's like ah, oh, Like that's not the, the point of your story wasn't it was just a wild story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, I shared that Batuta article a couple of weeks yeah. ago. Like you, you, I think you replied and you're yeah. like, I feel like they're missing the point. Yeah. Because there was this back, well, not backlash, the comments of... Yeah, this, what was the article? Was yeah, I think the article was, um, but the Batuta was like something along the lines of... Um, First of all, it was Nam Settler. Yeah, which is uh, very funny. <laughs> <laughs> so Nam Na- Settler hoping that Royal Commission, Nam Settler with ADHD, hoping that Disability Royal Commission will finally show that basically she, with them with ADHD and a quadriplegic are the same. Are the same, yeah. That was the crux of the headline yeah, yeah, and yeah. the article. And it's a satire on... And it's satire and it's just funny. And, yeah, and yeah. people just... Lo- and I, a couple of people tagged me and were like, look at these comments. And that's when I shared it to my story. Because uh-huh. I'm like, this is so funny. Like, And then I think you you, com- you replied and you commented. You're like, I feel like they're missing the point. And yeah. I said to my partner, I was like, yeah, the point is it's just funny. Yeah. Like... Or that it's like... Yeah, it, it's... It's spot on. It, fe- it feels like there is, a, there is a part of some people who... Are like, why don't I get more of this? Yeah, for my thing. Yeah, I don't know. And it's like your thing's a thing. Yeah, You're, yeah, um, yeah. Hundred percent. And and I know people with. And I had a woman I used to work with comment as well, who's just been diagnosed as a as an adult in her thirties with ADHD, and her uh-huh. whole life's been, you know, she's been validated and like, oh, this is why I'm like this, and she's yeah. working through that. And she's commented and said, well, yeah, obviously I would have liked some more help. Yeah, some of the psych and the medication appointments and that diagnosis journey. So yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But it's like also you're not the same as a someone who someone can't commented. Use their hands and I, I screenshot this comment. Someone commented, "It's like I don't like this. I have ADHD. I'd also like access to the disabled parking spot." <laughs> and you're like, "Nah, man, that's that's not for you. <laughs> that's not the point of <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, it's not not it. Yeah, right. And I and I also I said to someone the other day about the article too. This one, I said the. From a Batuta point of view, and they've done it before, the fact that people are reacting like this means they've fucking nailed it. Yeah, right. In my opinion, yeah. and that's not just this article, but when people lose it and go, you're punching down, you're, it's like, no, no, the, the fact, that, and they don't respond, which I love. Yeah. Whenever they cause a little bit of fracas, uh-huh. you never see them in the comment thread yeah, replying. Yeah, yeah. At Batuta says, and I was like, no, they just sit back and watch. Yeah. And go, and whether they're like, Loving it or, you know, Whatever they just go, is. nah. And uh, to me, I go, the fact that you're all reacting like this means... It's, it's touched on something. It's spot on. It's in definitely my, touched in, on, on something. On my book, it's like... Yeah. Yeah. And I, I don't know, I just... Sometimes I heard this term the other day, and not the first time, but it was someone who's gay, so in the in the gay community, they go, oh, I feel like I'm a bad gay. Right. And sometimes I feel like, from an activist or from an advocate point of view, sometimes I do feel like, oh, am I being a bad, like... Disabled or yeah, person yeah, yeah. with a disability here, yeah. Because I'm not always I'm flying the flag, but sometimes my view is probably not left, right, and politically just left, or you know, I turn left instead of right. Yeah, yeah. When there's a scream to go, no, nah, you should. Right. Not that I've ever got myself in any hot water publicly. Oh, who knows? I might now. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but yeah, I sometimes feel like oh. 
I just don't agree with that line of sure. thought. And also, right, much like in any, you know, like, I mean, we just talk about the voice vote that was yeah. yesterday. And grim. And, and, like, people, and yeah. people go like, oh, this Aboriginal person says this and this one says this. And it's like, yeah, because there's a diversity of opinion within yeah. the community yeah. in the same way that you're allowed to be a disabled person and disagree with another disabled yeah. person. Yeah, and have, you know? have a different opinion or yeah, different yeah. view on something. And, and yeah, and it's like... And you can disagree with someone but still love what they do. Yeah, totally. Like whether that be like Dylan Alcott, people people can occasionally, he can draw a bit of heat. And I love Dylan. I know Dylan. Yeah. And I love what he does. Uh-huh. And I, when people, I've heard a couple of people say to me either directly or I just hear it and they go, oh, this, that, the other about him. And I'm like, yeah, but he's still doing. Yeah. He's doing amazing work. So you may not agree with everything he says or how he's doing it. But he's out there doing it. Yeah. Like, and people are talking about it yeah. because of him, whether he, they disagree or agree with yeah, him. Yeah, and he's using his platform and he, and his talents. And, you know, he'd be, he could have been well within his rights. He's a super likable, marketable person, athlete, successful. He would have been well within his rights to collect his keynote fees the rest of his life. Totally. And, and not say a word. Yeah. But he's doing a lot of cool work. And, and him and the teams he works with, like, you know, he could. He doesn't have to go to ANZ and be like, "Let's do this thing," or yeah, go to yeah. whoever. Like he could yeah. have just, co- like, literally for the rest of his life, could have collected these fat yeah, just go and be Like I'm a successful athlete, athlete, and I have a disability. Yeah, how amazing is that? And, and just, people go, yeah, and just yeah, like, yeah, yeah. And it's but he's not. He's out there doing some cool shit, and it bothers me when. When people go, da da, you know, <laughs> disagree absolutely. Except yeah, yeah, div- make your point. Diverse opinion, but also don't just pull, pull him down. Yeah, I think what bothers me too is like, we're a minority. Yeah. So the last thing we need is pulling each other down within. Totally. The, we get pull, and when I'm not, disability isn't the only community that can do that. But, but it's it, your one. But it's like, yeah, yeah. yeah, it's like, what are we, what are we do like? We we're the last people because yeah. the world the world can pull us down and try and put barriers in front of us. So why are we doing it to each other? Yeah, totally. And it's like just do your thing and fucking you know. try and have a bit of fun. Yeah, it's the same with comedy. I've like flipped it around and me like instead of being like, oh, why are they getting that? Like we said before, it's nah, push them up. Like uh-huh. that's why Dane is the best. Yeah, because like, he, he does do that, yeah. doesn't he? Dane's yeah. the best. And like he said to me, I was at a gig with him a while back around festival time. And I was saying, oh, because he's like hooked me up with people and I'm like booking people gigs and getting to know people. And he just kind of like, he went and we had a couple of beers and he goes, Bruz, have I made your career? (laughs) 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 And I was like, I reckon you've had something to do with it. (laughs) (laughs) And and he he didn't be like, oh, he was like, yeah, sick. Yeah. Because he knows, like, he's doing his thing. He is that fucking guy, man. Dane rocks. Dane Dane actually rocks. Dane is the best. And I've, I've made the decision to, like, even when I first started, I was lucky I met. Up in Wollongong when I started comedy, I met people that were great, mm-hmm. and the crew that I started with are great. and And then since then, moving down here, especially, it's obviously bigger and wider. And mm-hmm. but I've made a decision like surround yourself with cool dudes, and totally. I don't mean dudes as in just yeah. like, I just mean like good people. Yeah, because there are some like lunatics. Yeah, totally. In this space, and that's cool. and you'll find them. You know, but it's like you know, get like you and. Um, Whoever else, like yeah. Pete Jones, like you know, he's, he's yeah, but like when I started, it was like he popped up at a few things, and um, and it's just like that, you know, just surround yourself with good people, and and if they're if they're not, then do I've had to ask myself that with a couple of people recently that yeah. I didn't really know, but I'm like, do I want to be involved yeah, in that totally. in their sphere? Yes. Because I'm like, who knows what could happen? Yeah, totally. And just is that making me happy? Yeah, I don't know. It's a, it's a weird. That's sick, man. It's a weird. Wo- it's a weird world. You just gotta make find your way around it. And I yeah, I just want to be funny, man. I'm just trying yeah. to be funny all the time. Um, man, is there anything else that you want to add? Because I reckon we're almost. I done, think we're nearly done, have we? Yeah. yeah. Um, no, I think you know. Thanks for. Thanks for having me, man. Yeah. I really appreciate you coming, especially because I didn't realise that you're going to have a kid in two weeks. Mate, yeah. Thanks for making the time, Mate, man. When, you, when you messaged me, I was like, I reckon we can squeeze it in. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you're a lunatic, bro. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Oh, anyway, we'll be right. Uh, yeah, gonna... sick. And do you have anything you want to plug? Uh, other than my Instagram, so I think Oliver Hunter underscore 95, jump mm-hmm. on there and I'll, anything I do is on there. Yeah. Uh, I'll plug my brother's band, I guess. I went to his sig- single launch, uh, Middle Street. 
middle it's street a band. They, they, they said they ripped. And, and they live in Melbourne? They're in, so they, yeah, they live in Melbourne. Just yeah, Brun- dude. Brunswick. Like, fucking look them up and find out when they're playing. Yeah, people. Brunswick That's hipsters sick. and they're great. I love that kind of stuff. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Dude, right up. It's just if you like Triple J and that yeah. sort of indie rock kind of vibe, that's yeah. your... At your band and um yeah no nah, it's and I guess festival next year I yep. submitted that this week which yep. is always fun sick and you new like, show yeah yeah Dope. um Melbourne uh Perth just, just, Adelaide just Melbourne. just Melbourne uh I will I'd like to do Adelaide one year mm-hmm. I would have done it this year um but then with the baby I was like oh maybe not yeah um, yeah yeah, but yeah totally I think that's the thing too for me back in the day I was like I had a mate actually say to me because I was getting a bit you know that bitter thing and he. He was like, look, if Mel- if Melbourne Comedy Festival is all you do, if you just cruise around Melbourne, do whatever gigs you can do, mm-hmm. if Mel- if two weeks or a month at the Melbourne Comedy Festival is all you do, do your show every year. That's if that's your beacon. Yeah. Then that's great. Yeah. And I was, so that's for me this year. It'll be that again. Hope probably half run. Mm-hmm. But yeah, keep an eye out for that. I guess get down. I'd like to have more than five in my audience. But let's you know, get Oliver Hunter up to ten, let's, mate. Let's, let's get, let's some, get let's, him in there. Let's get some tens and twelves on a Wednesday. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But no, nah, man. I, I guess from for you to well, keep doing what you're doing. I right. love love what you're doing, and and I think yeah, I use that to motivate me rather than be you know, as I said, angry about what other people are doing. Thank you, man. Thank you very much. Thanks, mate.